0: This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fucks Given. I'm Florence.
1: And I'm Reed. What like a solemn intro to the podcast. It almost feels like <laughs> we're going to Sunday church. Like fucking hell. <laughs> uh, people just, just tune in for the first time and like, what? lovely girls how oh, so love so lovely <laughs> so lovely i heard this podcast was dirty it doesn't sound dirty
0: <laughs> oh, bad, she's pure they're, gonna get, they're gonna get a rude awakening big old Sometimes
1: surprise
0: soon. yeah oh, this is because we're gonna talk
1: about favorite subject
0: Wahey, today yes this is your favorite subject ever mm,
1: degradation degrading content uh, Probably trigger warning for anyone else out there, you know, just to, just to be cautious.
0: Yeah, we're kind of following up from the fuck off episode where we had the winner of the episode who had a marvellous story about the time his sister was in the room next door after he had been properly degrading his girlfriend, um... (laughs) And yeah, they did not realise that she was next door. <laughs> so good. I'm fairly
1: certain that's happened to me and my sisters so many times. I'm like, Yeah, Sorry. I mean,
0: that's pretty much why I think he won. It was because you related so much to it. So
1: hard to it. And especially like, I have a really close relationship with my sister, so I can I can tell her the stuff that I'm into. She knows what kind of sex games I enjoy. But if it's like, if you don't have that relationship and you hear your brother saying that shit, you're probably just saying, oh my God, he's a fucking psychopath. Like what the hell? Right?
0: Right? So like who is my brother? <laughs> no. <laughs> Some American psycho shit. <laughs> literally literally but anyway um the reason that why we're bringing it up again is because we really wanted to know more information about like what actually happened and he wrote into us basically saying that he would give us loads more information so we have a voice recording yes. from him giving us more information about that fuck off Story. I actually can't wait to listen to
1: this. This is the first time I'm listening to it. So yeah, this is going to be like genuine reactions, first time reactions to this story, which will come up after our little update. Because Florence, you're exciting. I mean, you're exciting. I'm excited. You're exciting.
0: (laughs) 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 Yay. Uh, Florence, you have some (laughs) exciting news. Uh, I mean, I'm in Toronto, in Toronto, Canada. So I travelled here on on Monday. I mean, this will make no sense because this podcast comes out like a week after ah, the I fact. I understand. I get it. But, you know, you know how it works in this biz. <laughs> um, yeah, I traveled here on Monday. And so yesterday was my first like full day in Toronto. And I'm here all by myself.
1: Oh, by oh. My- so if anyone's out in toronto wants a little like buddy hit florence up on instagram like i'm doing it again i'm just pimping you out again i swear it's like my favorite thing
0: (laughs) <laughs> it's your favorite thing to do <laughs> i feel like maybe i'll be nearly gone by the time this episode comes oh, out but i'm yeah. not sure i'm here for two weeks basically and it's really weird being by like, here by myself because i was going out like for a little explore yesterday and i was like it kind of just feels like i'm in like a weird daydream because like there's no one to talk to yeah. there's no one to experience it with That's So um, bizarre, and like i i'm quite like I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm the most confident person as Mm. well. So like, I've been like a bit nervous, like doing things by myself. Like when I went into a cafe to ask for my matcha latte, it just felt weird because I was like, I'm in a different country, but they talk (laughs) English. So like, (laughs) I have one exciting thing that's happening is I'm going on a date tomorrow from field. Yeah, that is really exciting. Nice. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of scared, but uh, excited um like i'm really ready for meeting people that are going to show me the city like because it's kind of weird just like trying to explore it by myself everyone's fucking recommendations are where to drink where to eat yeah. and i hate going to restaurants by myself i feel like you, i babe. find it so awkward it's so boring so i'm just it's so yeah like i don't know i'm just you know i'd really like to meet someone that i can explore the city with luckily my friend's gonna be here next week so I can hang out with her and we can go to all the places that people recommended there's
1: something very admirable (laughs) about going out of your comfort zone and out on your own I think people who do traveling by themselves like that really sets them up for life because us not being able to go and do those things on our own basically just shows how codependent we are on people
0: yeah basically and I guess that's like one of the main I really felt like oh my god this is like the ultimate like that ultimate challenge test, yeah. the test the test to to be happy by myself yeah. like after the breakup because that was like one of the things that I was really struggling with um like after being so like codependent with each other and being able to be here and be content and happy I feel like if I am able to do that then I can do anything. Yeah, literally
1: anything. That's why self-dates are so good for you because, you know, you take yourself out for dinner, cinema. um, It does just prove to yourself that you do not need to rely on other people for happiness. Exactly. I am not there yet. I don't know how the fuck you've done this. Like, I mean,
0: (laughs) yeah, I mean, I'm here. (laughs) I'm not sure I'm, like, doing the thing just yet. Um, I've definitely been, like, on dating apps, like, a lot more since being here because I'm, like please friend me i'm like talking to like a couple of people in la that i'm really excited to meet when i get there um but yeah other than that i'm like okay Come on, just try. Try. <laughs> try. Be by yourself. Like, just
1: try. Ah, oh, hateful, hateful stuff. We have to do growing up things. Boo. I hate
0: growing up. It's not it's not fun. But it, it, it
1: will be worth it, you know. Oh, it's so worth it. This is going to be like the ultimate breakup goodness, right? This, mm-hmm. this is just, you
0: can't do anything. Heal me. What about you, Reed? I think you have some exciting updates for us. I
1: do. I do have some exciting updates, but I just don't know how much I should reveal. Because one, even though I don't believe in jinxing, I don't want to jinx it. Um, actually, no, it's more like I don't want to say it's going to happen and then it not happens. And then you have to go through all the thing of it not
0: happening. Yeah, I totally relate to yeah. that. But that's such like a tease for the curious fuckers. I know. Can you tell us anything else or any other exciting updates?
1: It's not really an exciting update. I have noticed that my mental health is slipping, but probably because of the stress of this, this new exciting information that I can't, that I want to celebrate, but I can't really celebrate. <laughs> um, I'm also back on contraception, and my vagina still hurts, which isn't great. But we're trying to figure that out, you know, like trying to figure it out. Uh, just waiting for the doctors to put me through some tests and see what happens there. But yeah, I'll just keep you up to date. I'm trying really hard to stay positive. Of course, I have got my therapy every Thursday, which is just an absolute miracle and sorts me right out. Are you able to have sex with the pain that you're experiencing? I am able to at the time, but the pain is generally either during or afterwards, often not the day afterwards. And so I have a lot of fear before we have sex which kind of ruins the mood. So I'm there like, I'm horny, but I'm like, I'm, I mean, I'm not even as horny as I was. I was like so horny before I was literally fucking like rabbits. And now I'm scared of that doubled over pain the next day. So I'm kind of in this like weird place where I don't really know what the fuck's going
0: on. Yeah, um, it's almost just, just like the sex isn't worth it, but yeah, you want to do it. Yeah. It's like feeling so horny for something and then just being like, oh, I can't.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's so, I mean, it's a massive... A stress and trial on a new relationship and on Sam where we've literally gone from fucking all the time to all of a sudden not fucking at all which is a massive shock for both of us and of course like my my love language my connection my intimacy my everything is through sex so not having that has sort of like really put a different spin on the relationship but I also think that, yeah, it's to do with my mental health and it's slipping a little bit. I'm definitely getting negative intrusive thoughts back. I'm overthinking uh, like so much at the moment. I can't escape from it, but I, I am recognising it and I am doing the steps to try and sort it out. Like I'm, I'm going to write in my journal, which I hate doing so much, but it really does help. And of course, talking helps a lot um, and being open about everything, even if
0: you don't want to be. You're aware of it and that's what's really important um that's the first step and also we've got to remember that it's sad season we are approaching like the winter months the days are getting shorter and biologically like our bodies scientifically feel more down sat like sadder during these months of the year so it's like going from like the highs of summer mm-hmm. to then being like, oh, the days are shorter, it's getting cold again. And I know you, you you're not generally like affected by SAD, but maybe it is like I'm sure something. part of it. Yeah. I'd never thought that I was
1: affected by SAD. But definitely getting that back to school feeling. It's around September that, especially in the UK, the yeah, the winter's coming, autumn's here, it's getting so much cold. It was such a dramatic temperature change for us that I like most of us got really sick um and got caught with colds and and yeah you have that feeling of like oh the fun nice exciting summer's gone and now we've got miserable like fucking rest of the year winter um and there's so much to do and there's so much pressure on us and then of course yeah there's there's a lot going on there's a lot going on
0: yeah Also, I just wanted to say to everyone, I'm literally living right next to a um, construction site. (laughs) So if you hear like any building clanging, beeping noises, it's because the flat, the Airbnb that I'm staying in is literally... Right next to, like, the biggest construction site that I think I've ever seen. There's literally, Ooh. like, cranes, like, lifting heavy objects, like, floating around outside my window. Oh, like, when I came like out the other morning, all the builders could just see me in the window. And they were, like, looking at me. I was like, great. Uh, they can't But, yeah, bloody so really it. fucking annoying. The noise, that's what it is. Curious fuckers, it is what it is whilst I'm here. Because I'm living downtown to- Toronto. And there is construction Everywhere. Yeah. I mean everyone likes to look when there's nudity. Everyone does, but we can't to be fair, <laughs> if it was someone on the, on the other side I'd be like Yeah, exactly. Like go
1: <laughs> oh, there's a <laughs> naked person. Um so yeah, it's a really tough one. It's like we could easily be like, They shouldn't look and it's like oh, they're only literally only human. Like they can't fucking help it. <laughs> Idiots.
0: <laughs> it's like rear window as well for them. Like they must just get like a really nice insight into everyone's little houses and little lives. Oh my god, yeah, especially if it's like
1: still dark and it's light in your in your place. Yeah.
0: Oh shall we
1: get into the episode. Oh, I think we should get into the episode yeah I think I'm gonna have to save my bigger news for at some
0: point in the yeah, future. Yeah I think yeah. there's a save smart it move. for like when it's more concrete. Yeah yeah. It's exciting. So we're gonna get some more info on the winner of the fuck off episode.
1: Yes, <laughs> I'm excited. Ah, oh. ah, oh. I can't wait to listen. Are we ready? Yes, I'm so ready. Okay, let's go.
2: Hey, Florence and Reed over at Come Curious and everyone else who is part of this team. I'm Joe. I am the apparent belt holder I'm going to go with of the fuck off challenge that you guys have created. Um, I didn't think I was going to win the the competition, but apparently I've got one of the most fuck off stories. So to give everyone like more background information, what happened? So my, my partner and myself were over my house and we both believed that we had the entire house to ourselves. Both my parents and my uh, younger sister, who's four years younger than me, were out of the house. And we, we both decided that, like, in the future, we wanted to try out degradation, uh, consensual non-consent, um, and uh, things like that. That sort of, like, fantasy role play. And um, she also decided, like, on the weekend that it happened, that she also, wanted to, uh, she also wanted to dress up as well. So she was dressed like a schoolgirl, and I was essentially, like, the more... Uh,
1: Oh my god. A teacher yes!
2: sort of role for her. I'm and so when when it started off, I had I had her tied up uh, using both rope and uh, bondage tape and I used a um, Hitachi wand or um, Doxy wand uh, whichever oh, you prefer. Yeah,
1: you
2: fucking did. Uh, which I had bondage taped to her leg so it was directly on her clit i turned it on and just decided i was gonna go make a cup of tea so i walked out of the room walked all the way down to the bottom of the stairs started making oh. myself a cup of tea and then at this point there's a knock on the door um i opened the door and it's a, a dpd <gasps> delivery driver and i take the parcel I'm like cheers mate and then in the background oh. you can just hear my partner like in like absolute ecstasy with this toy and I'm just staring at this guy in the face like yeah just just pretend this isn't happening and just slowly close the door I went back upstairs and just sat and, sat and watched as she's like writh- writhing around like with this toy um, afterwards we uh, we then started oh having sex goodness. Um And we had our safe words prepared. We had everything uh, sorted out. So during sex, I'm calling her a slut, a piece of shit, like that she's worthless, Um, like being rough with her as well. But again, completely consensual before we went into this. Yeah, uh, saying that she's worth this. She's just my fuck toy, all this, that, and the other. And she's then doing the consensual non-consent and oh. saying, no, stop, please. But there is the safe word ready just in case. Oh oh. And she, we're both shouting things out so loud that our neighbours could have easily heard us. Um, it was... We were being like almost too loud, but it was... It was absolutely fucking incredible. After which was us um, doing anal, and I'm shouting out, um, "What am I fucking? What am I fucking?" And she's like, and "You're fucking my ass. You're fucking my ass." All this sort of thing. And then I actually <laughs> shout out, "I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come in your ass." And then she's saying, "Please don't come in my ass." All this sort of thing. And it happens, and it finished, and then we after we'd had sex we, we was both just like laying there and just like absolute ecstasy my um this was hap- this happened at about like half 10 11 in the morning as well and then oh so I, un- I untied her, i got her out of everything and we just literally just lay- laying on the bed like just spooning like just completely out cold and it was about two minutes later so my partner's out cold right now she's like fully asleep she's gone and i'm just i'm just in like that twilight period in between like sleep and everything and i just hear my my sister's door next to us open and i'm just laying oh fuck no 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 and i just hear her walk downstairs i hear her put the kettle on and then about two minutes (laughs) later i just hear her leave the front door to go to work and we have never spoken about it since but the only thing i do know is that my mum then came to me about four days later and said hi joe so um, just uh your sister said that uh, we he- She heard you guys having sex the other day Would you mind just oh, keeping it down God. in future And I'm sat there like sweating bricks Like what the fuck What does she know What What has she told you But my face just had to like pretend That I didn't know what had happened I was like oh I'm, I'm really sorry I didn't realise this had happened And I'm there going oh fuck she definitely heard I know for a fact she heard everything So yeah that's uh, That's everything that happened It was uh, Yeah it was great cheers again guys and I hope you have a great day
1: oh my well fucking bravo to this dude for surviving that moment with his mum and sister knowing and the delivery guy his
0: mum his mum what did his sister say to his mum I wonder I
1: think she was probably cool about it I think she I don't think she went in hard I think she was probably like yeah so I heard him having sex I, I don't think I feel like being a sister, you wouldn't just, like, go into detail. I can't no. imagine,
0: you know, you'd... Not this, to your mum, because also yeah. that's awkward to talk to your so mum about. Awkward, right? Like, oh my God, I heard... I heard him, like, saying all this crap to his girlfriend and, like... He's a bad he, person. Like, he, yes. and, like...
1: <laughs> that's... Yeah, you... I, Because also you get like the brother sister code, the sibling code, where it's like, yeah, you might be pissed off with them, but you're always going to be a bit more on your sibling side than your parents side. You should be. That's like the sibling code. So hopefully she protected him just a little bit, just like a little bit. And hopefully she understands that it was role play and not actually something very problematic and thinks that her brother's like an absolute psychopath.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. I'm just thinking, like, how the fuck you would feel if Ooh. you heard your sibling doing all of that. Oh, I can You'd feel it. You'd just be I can like, feel it. I really hope that Ooh. she found some headphones and put on some really loud music. Yeah.
1: And it's also it shouldn't be a gendered thing, but it is. I, I, I mean, I, I cringe and I struggle knowing my sister might have heard me. But if it was my brother, mm. on the other hand, oh my God, it's like a completely different fucking really? game. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, but then again, I am. I have a really close relationship with my sister. We talk about like sex in depth, and you know, yeah. she pretty much knows everything. And you, that I and you do
0: live together,
1: yeah, and we live together. But if it was my brother, on the other hand, especially, especially knowing if my sister's in, I'm going to indulge in like role play, but at a sort of subtle level and be aware of how loud I'm being. If you if you're doing it when you think the house is free, it is. Like, over the top, out of control. Like, when I have a free home... Yeah, fully. You go in, and I'm just... Oh, I can feel... I can feel the shame and the pain. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
0: Whoa. It's so, such a good story. The the delivery guy yeah, part is jokes as well. Fuck me. I'm, I'm so glad that he sent us more details because I feel like that is just such a fuck off story. It
1: is a fuck off story. It's fucking like fuck
0: off. Fuck off. I
1: mean, as much as he says he thinks he's the fucking heavyweight champ of this competition, um, we do know that that was completely completely shattered. I think you say shatter on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, Basically, shattered by Sophie. Sophie Anderson at the moment is holding the belt. Like she, she has got that title. Um She's got the gold. But Joe, you have the silver. Oh yeah, Joe has the silver. But who's going to get I've the bronze, the, right? You've got the silver, mate. I've got yeah. Super, it's a party going God, on. But we've still got bronze and we've still got this whole leaderboard to fill up and go. So if you have any more stories, or yes. if you have you, if you know friends who have told you crazy stories, get them to write them in, please.
0: To our email address, fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk. uk. my sister's next door. <laughs> <laughs> so degradation is quite an intense thing during sex, but you, oh, you're yeah. super into it, Reid. Oh yeah, massively, like, what, yeah. what actually is it about degradation that people do really enjoy?
1: I'm not entirely certain. Um, I know that it's definitely a form of like extreme power play and humiliation and it's basically like, yeah, like teasing somebody, laughing at somebody, bullying somebody um, during sex for like sexual gratification. Um, and it definitely it falls into BDSM play and very yeah, rough role play type scenarios. I mean it's it's stuff that I've always enjoyed it doesn't matter who's doing what to who like i enjoy it both ways uh, i just i just think it's really fucking sexy and it really fucking gets me off and i don't know why either like is it like past trauma that has turned into some sort of sexual interests and shit who fucking knows but i'm going to i'm going to take it i'm going to love it and as long as it's done in a safe sexual
0: practice and you got to do you man yeah i've never i don't know if i'm actually into the degrading part of things I like it but when people say filthy like weird things to me during sex but like whenever it's come to like you're a slut Mm -hmm. or you're a filthy cum slut and like stuff like that I'm like "Mm, that's not turning me on yeah so I think that I don't get turned on by the degrading but like I do get turned on by people saying like kind of fucked up things to me yeah
1: so there's like the difference between dirty talk and yeah saying Mm -hmm. fucked up shit to you but then I think specifically degradation is, yeah, just like putting somebody down for their sexual gratification. But of course, it's only really okay to do that when you're both in an environment that it's it's seen as equal. It is just role play. You know that's not how the other person feels or how they want to be treated outside of the bedroom. And so it takes a lot of trust and and talking and communication and trial and error. Like, like what you said, I don't like being called a slut. That's not something that gets me off. But I like being called like a stupid fucking idiot. You know, like... <laughs> And like <laughs> I, that, it's so weird what turns you on and what doesn't turn you on, and there's yeah. kind of no explanation for it, really. Yeah, I like being like I like people using me. I don't yeah. know if that's a form of it. I guess so. Yeah, that is a form of degradation, but it depends yeah. on the language that they use when they're doing it. Like, oh yeah, you filthy little bitch. You just like to be used. You're only here to for my pleasure. It and again, like I don't like the the word. The, the, the b word as well I don't like the bitch word either
0: no but I like being called a
1: cunt in bed I love
0: being called interesting a cunt. yeah right it's
1: so unusual what like is acceptable and what isn't
0: yeah I i I I like the kind of like really fucked up like daddy kind of role play yeah. when it comes to that kind <laughs> of stuff in the bedroom so it's just like I don't know like a daddy's little girl and like it's really like it's actually really miss, like messed up. I can't, it I can't, though. I still feel the shame like yeah. when I say it though, because it is that like boundary pushing thing. But like the whole, That's why think for me like, it, it revolves around more being like, oh, good girl, like take this. Yeah, kind of thing. Like, like caring. But you're like, dong. no, no, don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you can have like the
1: caring guide you through this um, kind mm. of role play. It just—it so depends on what you're into. Because this one day I'll be really into it, and another day I won't be. And I want—I yes. want the caring daddy dom, and then I'll then I want like no, I I want you to like laugh at me yeah. and tell me how much I you think- you know
0: I hate this or I love this, and I'm pretending that I'm not to that's a really important thing to say though Mm -hmm. when talking about this stuff is that it's not all the fucking time like just because you liked it one day doesn't mean that you need that the next because I think especially when you're into like sex that does push the boundaries in this kind of way like it's really good to have the sort of sensual like caring side of things another day because after a while like it could you know if affect you in like actually a negative way like if that was the only sex that you were having then you might actually just end up feeling a bit like shit about yourself yeah
1: because even as much as we know that aftercare is so important it's not just about aftercare after the act after the moment it's about checking in a week later a couple of days later a month later even um because you do it doesn't matter who's doing it to who especially when it's like the worst is the worst stuff is the stuff that gets you off most so like for me it's incest I love like incest play again like I've never been really into the daddy stuff but like uncle brother stuff for sure and then again there's loads of fucking shame around that because it's like well I don't fancy my brother and uncle I don't want them to fuck me and it's like but that's that's not what you're saying that's where your brain is going because it's so taboo it's so over the top um Again, like I was bullied at school for being dyslexic, and so I get off on being called like a stupid fucking whore. Actually, no, I don't like the word whore either. I don't know, like like really strict, like obviously degrading words for women. I'm not into for some reason, but yeah. call me like yeah, a stupid fucking girl. That's how I like being called a girl, like little girl. It's so fucked, right? I I, I, I like so being called girl yeah. too. But Good girl just because like. Yeah, I know. Like moist, wide. But just because Florence and I enjoy this doesn't mean that everyone enjoys it. There's a lot of people that want to try it, that don't like it. Um, And you have to be careful with those people. I mean, I know that I like it, like it, and I've always enjoyed it. So it's easy for me to say, I'm into this, this and this. But a lot of people haven't been in a safe place to explore that yet.
0: Um, I feel like you need... a. big level of trust with the person that you're doing it with and you need to like fully know that like they don't actually feel that way yeah or like uh, and yeah it also depends like who it is with because I've definitely been in situations where I've spoken to someone about like what I was into and stuff and when it actually came to having the sex I was so fucking creeped out by what he was saying I was like this is not a turn on (laughs) no
1: So yeah, it, it, it requires checking in, and also as much as like we're talking about people who are submissive and invulnerable like roles in the bedroom, it also is important to protect our DOMs and our more mm. like uh, you know mistresses and people in power because they also need the care too. Because what they're doing to somebody, uh, they've literally they're going against everything that they've been taught to do, and so that can be really hard on them and they could think that they're a terrible person even if you're sitting there going no but I love it all it's absolutely fine so it's it's really you have to make sure that both of you are so okay with
0: it yeah I actually had so I I, the person that I saw before my ex we were really into like all that kind of like talk and stuff and like it was really hot and then when I was with my ex like we tried to go there Mm -hmm. and it just felt so like stupid coming out of our <laughs> mouths like at that point we were just like we were, we just couldn't do it together which was really interesting mm. like I don't know whether we would have built up to it if we had been in the relationship longer but but I think like the way that our relationship was it was just like it just felt so unnatural and, like, yeah. hilarious Didn't work saying it to each other because it was just, like, not our jam.
1: Yeah, not our thing. It's different for different people. Like, that's what's fascinating about sex is you'll yeah. fuck somebody or be with somebody sexually and then realise that you're into something completely different because they've they've helped you see a different side. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: so, so interesting. <laughs> after having this discussion and hearing joe's story we were inspired to ask you curious fuckers what are the worst things that people have ever said to you during sex oh my god and not not actually degradation no, kind of shit but like like, actually just away what from. was the worst thing anyone ever actually said to you during sex
1: fuck i mean i've had i've definitely had like I love you from like a one night stand before, and I and it and the first <laughs> oh. time he said it, I was literally like I, I like laughed and I was like, did I just hear that right? And then the second time he said it, it was like as he was coming as well. It was like I love you, and I was like, what the fuck? We don't know each other. Like, what's happened?
0: um oh i'm trying to think of like the weirdest thing i think for the weirdest things it wasn't like the worst but like some guy that was just like yes 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 yes. remember this dude Uh, yes yes yes
1: (laughs) we shouldn't we can't laugh it's not fair but also we're allowed to laugh because that's like it's part (laughs) of sex like we all do fucking weird shit during (laughs)
0: sex Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, we got to laugh about it too. Yeah. I've definitely said stuff that has made
1: my partner laugh before.
0: Like where I've been like,
1: um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like, like when I'm playing like a Dom role or I come out with like a really fucking weird line where I'm just like, yeah, you make my tight little cunt, cunt hole jizz or something like that. And it just like throws people out of the moment and they're like, what? You wait, what? Yeah, excuse me, What? Um,
0: I'm yeah. Some weird shit like that has been said for sure. Okay, I'm dying to hear the curious fuckers. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. Okay, first one. What we
1: having for dinner?
0: <laughs> That's like the classic long-term relationship sex talk.
1: Yeah, that really is. <laughs> I, I mean, it could be like a. Could it have been like a funny, like I'm just about to eat your pussy moment
0: potentially? Oh or was it just like i'm not enjoying this Yeah. What are we having for dinner oh
1: my god i've been there though you know when you're fucking you're just like all i'm thinking about is food i cannot wait for dins
0: <laughs> <laughs> i cannot wait for my dinner ah <laughs> jokes i think i'd be pretty offended though if someone said that to me during sex i'm like come on
1: yeah, do your, be in the moment where's your mind at yeah yeah i'd probably be like hey do you want to stop like not super yeah into should we this just yet. yeah
0: not do this <laughs> we're done okay this one's this one's pretty funny well, it's kind of bad, but it says, oh my God, you have a yeast infection in brackets at the site of some normal discharge. Oh, uh, <sighs> that is pretty bad. I feel
1: that. I feel that because it's just like yeast infections are like a normal, but like to, to out them like that, you know, that's such a bad way of, di- oh my God as well. She had
0: normal discharge. It?
1: The lack of education around
0: discharge sickens the lack, me. The lack of, in- yeah. Yeah. Basically. It just a lack of education.
1: Discharge is the creamy stuff that vagina owners get, that vulva owners yeah. get, to clean our vaginas out. Because normally yeah, and it's- your dicks are putting shit up
0: there that can't live up there. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and it's it comes in like all different colours like throughout the month as well. So it can be like really clear and like sticky. And then there are like and when you're like nearer the end of your cycle it gets like creamier. Oh yeah, massively. And that's just creamy. how it is. Thick. I mean beep. That's yeah. That is just obviously A yeast infection can mean more discharge than normal, but then also some people get a small amount of discharge, some people get a large amount of discharge, Mm -hmm. like everyone's body is different. Yeah, and it changes. Of course, a yeast infection is like redness and
1: itchiness or a definite smell or a discoloration in your discharge yeah like a greeny tinge yeah yeah you you know when you got something going on down there most of the time yeah you do <laughs> oh my god when it goes like that clotted cream oh you're, like, oh you're like
0: please get out of me horrifying this oh god i had the worst yeast infection once and it was so disgusting i took a picture of the discharge <laughs> did and sent you it to a friend see that that's
1: cool like that's what we need to do be like look at, look at what i'm going through right now like please Literally, feel me she was probably sick <laughs> uh-huh. or maybe she just felt normal because she was like that's yeah. nice. My, my discharge issues I've have had felt had normalized yeah i've had that too yeah yeah we've all fucking had that if you haven't then i don't know what's your vagina is a miracle
0: <laughs> a miracle
1: this one's fucked though. It would feel so much better to take the condom off.
0: Like, come
1: on. Oh, come on, come dude. On,
0: man.
1: Dude. <laughs> I mean, uh, obviously, but obviously. why would you say that? <laughs> obviously. It's like why are you trying to justify
0: taking the condom off?
1: That's a big no-go.
0: There's just so there's so much like condom stigma still. Yeah. Like and I just don't. Just so many guys out there are so anti-condom. Well, penis, but owners it's like we what we say. It. I swear, yeah, penis owners. And um, but it's like what we say in basically every episode at the moment. It's just like condoms. You need to find the right one that fits you and then once you do find that one it's really not that different
1: no like they are like t-shirts you know look after your dick like it's your body you don't go for any fucking size t-shirt you go for the one that fits so yeah it is annoying like trying different ones and seeing what works for you but once you find that right fit honestly it sex is just so much easier you don't fear it so much and of course yeah like you do have a bit of plastic around your cog it will feel different without but there are really good bonuses to con that we don't talk about enough like for example like the cleanup you know yeah the cleanup is a big fucking deal it might be easy for you because you just jizz in somebody and then leave but for us women like it can fuck us up like i am dealing with bv at the moment because i'm having mm-hmm. come inside of me and it's horrible and i don't want it i don't want it anymore
0: <laughs> you're like Stick a condom on, mate. Stick
1: a condom on. Well, yeah, no, Sam's actually a pretty great legend. He was like, oh, how about if we... Because I'm on contraception at the moment, so we're exploring sex without condoms for the first time. And so, like, the compromise, and he even came up with this on his own, was like, what about if I start without a condom, but then halfway through I put a condom on to Mm. jizz in? And obviously lasting longer, which means, like, fucking great for me. And it's just... I was like, you need a fucking medal, Sam. Like, I swear to God. Like, that is that's goals. And of course, the main benefits of using condoms is STI protection and pregnancy protection. Like as, as
0: that goes without saying. Be safe everyone. That's hot.
1: Of course, like the age old saying is it in? <laughs> I've, I I think I've said, I've that said so this before, but not in like the sense of like uh, is it in you have a small cock. It, more like is it in Is in, I can't tell if you've put this inside me because it feels like, it feels like numb and tight and wet down there and you've put it somewhere, but it's not actually, I can't tell if it's in my vagina or not.
0: Yeah. I probably said it when it wasn't actually in. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes though. And they're like, they're like, cause your legs are like tight or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, it's in, obviously yeah, it feels nice, but you're literally just rubbing up and down in between my legs. Yeah. all like my thighs. You're basically fucking my thigh thigh gap or my yeah. crack
1: you know or your bum crack yeah. <laughs> yeah and it almost the thing is sometimes you're a bit like okay i know it's not inside me but i can't be 100 percent sure because sometimes yeah. like your vagina like my vagina just gets like sometimes really numb and I, I just can't tell what's going on down there bear <laughs> bare, annoying but yeah is it in is a real fucking deep one especially if you're yeah. if it's like a one night stand and you're like is it in yet you know like that's fucking deep like don't i think because like it's that. like
0: it's the it's the hang up about dick size in that in that um, saying yeah. really isn't it because yeah. it's just like oh shit you can't feel me I'm so small yeah. whatever. and it gets in their head unless um, <gasps> wait unless he
1: said that to her and then it's the hang up about vagina tightness
0: <gasps> oh, oh flip the fucking oh. story mate whoa yeah flip it <laughs>
1: <laughs> fuck man yeah I so is it like, about that. like imagine him like over you like Uh, is it in? Is it in? Have I got it in? Like I can't tell because your vagina is so flabby.
0: Your badge is so big. It's just so
1: wide. How many kids have you had again? How many kids have you
0: had? (laughs)
1: I thought you said you were a tight little bitch. What is this? You've just
0: lied. Yeah, when you're doing all the sex thing you're like, oh my God, my pussy's so tight. Yeah. (laughs) And then you get there and it's, like, so wide.
1: (laughs) Although that is a compliment, right? Like, if you feel vagina that is feels wide, feels, like, naturally not tight, that's a compliment because it means that you've turned them on so much Mm. so that their vagina has got swole and
0: really wet.
1: If it's really tight and feels really, like, yeah, too tight, then it's probably dry because they don't feel comfortable.
0: The whole size thing is so... um... Person to person as well, yeah. because this is it. This is why we say that it's not about the size of your genitals; it's about the match that you have. Mm-hmm. It's not ever about what the actual size is, but it's about like, does that dick fit in that vagina? Yeah. The key. key or does that key, vagina fit
1: thing. that dick? Yeah. Or that vagina fit that vagina? That peen fit that peen? Um, but it's it's not just about the physicality; it's also about the mental fit as well
0: yeah it's got to mentally fit yeah. otherwise it don't work it don't work the chemistry has to be there you know mm. gosh there's so much to it <laughs> uh, like who'd have to think would make a podcast out of all of them <laughs> <laughs> a weekly podcast about uh, sex is there that much to talk about really is- I actually think, now. like, my dad said that to me once. He was, just, he was just like, how are you still talking about this? Oh, my
1: days. Because people like you, we need to educate
0: people like you. People like you oh. have pretty really basic sex and don't enjoy it.
1: Oh, <laughs> just calling your dad out on the podcast. Uh, fuck it. He'll never hear this. He, he might. Who knows? Who knows?
0: His girlfriend might listen oh, to this. Oh,
1: shit. But then his girlfriend well, might be like, oh, my God, Florence is right.
0: <laughs> so deep oh, the deepness okay you know what if you were supportive I wouldn't be bitching yeah about so you. bitter yeah
1: exactly <laughs> parents please be supportive of your children no matter what they do otherwise they could call you out publicly on a <laughs> on a platform that millions and millions and
0: millions of people of tune people into <laughs> 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 ah, too good uh, yeah mm. okay mm. so oh this one you're the first girl that I slept with that has small boobs.
1: Oh, not okay. I don't, what the fuck? What even is that? I don't know. Like, that's such a weird... Maybe, like, this person was genuinely fascinated and it came out really... Fu- it must have come out wrong because no one thinks that's a good thing to say.
0: No. In, in the brackets, um, they said that... I, and they were insecure about them. So it's just <gasps> like... Oh, God, Oh,
1: man. no. Oh, dude you have to be so careful when you're commenting on people's bodies like it, even if yeah. you just just don't comment unless it's positive that's the safer bet to be always stay positive compliment rather than comment
0: yeah oh, imagine it. <laughs> you're the first girl that i slept with that's had a flat ass
1: oh jesus it's like um in flea bag. Where she's got that montage where she's fucking loads of people, and then there's that dude that's like, You got such small tits! Your tits are so small! And she's just
0: there, like, What? what the fuck yeah, but he's loving it yeah. he's loving it
1: it's not like a negative it's like oh my god it's tits are so small
0: people love small tits yeah like, they fucking do just a whole fucking itty bitty titty community yeah
1: right? yeah for sure it's like a whole fetish in itself so raise your nipples up with the small tatters because like fucking I'm here love with it. you. yeah yeah baby
0: I support I'm, I love my small tits I'm waving the titty flag for you guys yay <laughs> You used to have small tits and then they grew suddenly. It was weird. Yeah, it
1: was very weird. Like (laughs) I went from like normal tit size to like bazonkers, And to the point where people on the babe channels was asking if I had a boob job wow fully, yeah I had a Mad. couple of people being like have you have you done something have you and I was like I don't know what's happened I think my tits just you came had, like, in a weird
0: hormone rush
1: yeah I think so because then also like acne and like bare hormones I got so many stretch marks and it was I was a much later bloomer we're talking like in my sort of mid to late 20s did I get my tits
0: Mad. which is insane Insane. Okay, the next one is, can we have a threesome with one of your mates? My God, during sex. <laughs> during sex. Especially one
1: of your mates as well. That's like actually quite deep. You you don't go that there. You don't go to the friend friends deep. area, man. Wait. You don't have threesomes with your friends. Like that's just not something that people do. I mean, you can if you have that relationship with your friend. But if you don't have that relationship, if it's not stated, that's off fucking limits. Although, Sam and I have been talking about that. I just... Can't remember if it was during sex that it was brought up. I doubt it was during it was like, sex. Let's have a Disclaimer: He does not sound like that.
0: Sure. is you so I think like the worst thing that ever, anyone's ever said to me it wasn't after like penetration but it was after I gave them a blowjob and basically this is gonna sound really bad but their dick was quite small and I had never like g- given a blowjob to a dick that small before and I didn't really know what to do with it um, and I obviously didn't do a very good job because I was just like what the fuck am I doing um, and he afterwards said to me you're gonna have to get better at that <laughs> <laughs> oh no bad. no comments. that, I mean but you know <laughs> fuck me Jesus and, Christ the worst thing was is that then he went down on me and it was so bad as well oh, and I was just oh like how shit. can you get off on saying that I was bad and then you are the worst oral I've ever received in my whole life as well oh shit I guess you both just
1: super went into each other and like were being bitter yeah. about it the fact that you said that was just like too much I can't yeah. Um. to be fair <laughs> I have said Um. well I think I was, I was going to fuck this dude that I've known for a long time Um, And then because he was, he couldn't get hard. And I remember having a conversation with him and it wasn't like a, oh, is it me kind of conversation, which I think just makes the whole situation so much worse. Don't do that. Just be like, oh, why do you think that is? And I remember being like, I know why it is. It's because you smoke loads of weed is why you can't get hard, which is such a cunty thing to say on my part. (laughs) Like, like, what do you mean I know what it is? And of course, (laughs) just fuck off. You know, that was when I was really young, like a teenager. And actually we're still mates now. We still chat now and again now so Aww. yeah and I have I have apologized to him for that and as well and I, he was like no man it was cool and I was like no it wasn't cool man it was not okay <laughs> I mean we live we learn we, we say stupid stuff and then we regret them for years and then we never say them again hopefully right <laughs> right
0: <laughs> right <laughs> I think that is all we have time to talk about that's all <laughs> we have time for today curious backers it is all we have time for now i can't stop thinking about degradation degradation mm. oh god i've just i just finished my period so i'm like in my horny week oh, and i'm like fuck. alone oh, in Lord Toronto, florence
1: I've, i'm so sorry i'm so sorry to but like writing an apology letter to your vagina right now because oh, i feel that pain that the week after the period and just before you're like just around your ovulation oh Jesus Christ, RIP yourself. I want sex so bad. Well, I've got a date tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Manifest. <laughs> Buy some condoms, please.
0: <laughs> I brought so many condoms Did you? with me. I'm so proud. Yeah.
1: I'm so proud of you. So curious fuckers, thank you so much for contributing to this degradation episode and fuck
0: off story roundup. So if you love this episode, please share it with everyone because we obviously need to educate so many more people on what is okay to say in the bedroom. Yes, uh, yeah. (laughs) And not okay is okay when it's
1: okay for you both. (laughs) I feel like I need that on a fucking t-shirt, mate. Like, whoa, that was a slogan right there. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. And if you have your own fuck-off story, please email it in at fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk.
1: And of course, we will be asking for more story things to contribute to the podcast on Instagram. So if you're not following us, please do at comecurious, which is spelled C-O-M-E, curious. And you can follow our personal accounts, Red Amber X and Florence Bark
0: and please leave a rating and a review because that will get us into more people's ears and that's what we all want it's up to you get us on the apple charts like high up because i think we're on it but we're low so we need to be higher yeah
1: baby if you're not watching this on youtube you can watch this on youtube and you can also listen to this on your podcast platforms yay
0: for that morning commute and i apologize for the fucking construction noise um it's only gonna be here for today and next episode and then i'm gonna be in la My
1: baby soaking up that sun it's gonna be so good um yeah we love you all so much and you. yeah see you next thursday See you next thursday oh, i got that for you i love you bye <laughs> <laughs>
2: Network, a place where you belong. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover.
1: First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun.
2: Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is cover-up, The Conspiracy Tapes.